calling all gentle souls, the sensitive, the heart-centered, the helpers and healers, the creatives, the spiritual seekers, and yeah, we've probably got a lot of introverted homebodies up in this crew too. Listen, we've got to talk, because somewhere along the way, a lot of us confused our softness for smallness, but that's about to change. Welcome to Meek Not Weak, a podcast to support your confidence and clarity around the things that matter most. I mean, who says that kindness means diminishing your voice, needs, desires, and big dreams? Who says givers have to give all their power away? And who says a gentle soul can't be the brave captain of their own ship? Let's change the narrative around what it means to be soft-hearted. We're not going to change who we are, but let's be honest, we do need to grow a pair when it really counts. And we can, together. I'm Kimberly Eclipse. I'm so glad you're here. Let's do this. Hey, and welcome to another episode. I wasn't sure if I should say another episode or the first episode because we've got a new podcast title and a slightly different focus for the podcast. But in any case, if you're a previous listener and you're still listening and you've come along for the ride, even with the shift, thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I'm really excited about the rebrand and relaunch of the show. I've got so many interesting episodes coming your way, and I'm really looking forward to creating a space for soft-hearted, gentle souls like us. Now, I wanted to start off with a little story. It's a story I heard from the amazingly talented comedian Dave Chappelle. Now, interestingly, he considers himself a gentle soul. You might not know that because his show and his comedic style are definitely, well, you know, his jokes would cause grandma to to gasp and hold her pearls. But it was actually during his acceptance speech after receiving the 2009 or 2019 Mark Twain Prize that he shared he was a soft, sensitive kid who cried easily and would be scared to fist fight. You know, he was raised in an environment that was a little rough around the edges. So in response to how he was feeling, his mom, who, by the way, was so cool. You know, she would like drive him to his stand-up comedy gigs when he was 14 years old. And this was all after a long day at work. She would drive him, sit there in the back and watch his show and then drive him home. Um, Wow. Standing ovation, mom. So his mom would say, apparently more than once, according to him, she would tell him, son, Sometimes you have to be a lion so you can be the lamb you really are. Sometimes you have to be a lion so you can be the lamb you really are. I love that his mom didn't shame him for being a lamb, for being gentle, for being soft-hearted. She didn't tell him he was weak. She didn't tell him to toughen up or to change. She was teaching him that he needed to find ways to be empowered and brave so that he could always protect that beautiful, soft soul of his and not let it harden or be overcome by just the craziness of his world and the people in it. Now, 
The way that Dave Chappelle says he applied his mom's advice was he really leaned into his gift of gab. So he could just roll with anybody, make them laugh. Um, And because of this, people let him be. They didn't bother him. He says that comedy saved him because it allowed him to be himself. He could express all his ideas and feelings and depth and his outlook on the world through jokes. And because of this, he was able to feel seen and understood, which is basically what everyone at their core really wants and really needs, right? He didn't change for anybody. He just had to find the lion inside, the part of him that was not going to give up on himself, the part of him that would fiercely protect the sensitive boy he was on the inside. Now, here's why this is a really important message for gentle souls. I think we as a community have confidence crisis or a courage crisis, and that's not our fault. Now, having said that, even though I can kind of point my finger at a few different reasons or causes for this confidence and courage crisis, we can be our own hero when it comes to this. But first, let me back up. Let's go back to who are gentle souls. Let's define our terms. Who are gentle souls and what are our needs? I think, you know, we can come in all shapes and forms. Outwardly, we can have a really broad range of personality traits. Like some of us are introverts, some are extroverts, some are ambiverts, or, you know, like a little mix of both. Some are more serious or reserved and others are more playful and and funny. Like in my family, I'd say my three siblings and I are all gentle souls in different ways, but some of us are more feisty than others at times. Um, But you know what? You You put any one of us on a stage with a microphone and we're all a bunch of hams. So yes, I mean it when I say that as a gentle person, it goes beyond the exterior, although it certainly can be expressed in a very obvious way. But the unifying thread is a softness, a mildness, a sensitivity. And again, all of that can be more so on the inside, not necessarily expressed on the outside. It's a heart-centered awareness of the people and all the events going on around us, and a really deliberate way of engaging with that world so that we can continue to kind of protect ourselves. So as a result of this tenderness that we have, this sensitivity, we tend to bring to the world the most incredible gifts. We're kind of awesome. I'll just be real. I'll say it. We're allowed to say that, right? (laughs) We bring kindness, empathy, and compassion. We bring intuition and incredible insight. We bring creativity, flexibility, spirituality. The list goes on and on. One of my mentors, um, she's one of my business mentors, she once compared heart-centered entrepreneurs and people in general to lighthouses, like lighthouses on the on a rocky cliff overlooking the ocean. And the reason, according to my mentor, is we are naturally a beacon of light. 
there is a purity to us. And we all have to simply stand strong in who we are, be ourselves and shine our light. That's all we have to do. And when we do that, the ships who are sailing in the darkness can focus on our light and travel with confidence and know that they can come safely home. We bring that warmth. We bring that stability. We bring that light. We're kind of the bomb. And I think I just dated myself by saying we're the bomb. But yeah, we kind of are. But the sad thing is, oftentimes we don't know it. So the reason I'm here and the reason this podcast is here is because as gentle souls, we're often not fully aware of our power. We're not fully supported or understood or celebrated for who we are and what we offer. And then it takes us a lifetime to really lean into and learn how to act from a place of power, to use our natural gifts with confidence, to be really crystal clear on who we are. Instead, because we're not taught to see our power and use it, some people mistake our softness for smallness or weakness. But the worst part of that is sometimes we are often made to view ourselves as small or weak. We don't trust ourselves or our gifts. We become self-conscious, anxious, indecisive, or we don't honor our needs and desires because we're kind of out of touch with them. I think the world, especially American culture, I'm located located in Pennsylvania in the United States, you know, they just don't know what to do with us. It's either they think we need to be different or toughen up or move faster, or they don't think of us at all. Like we're not flashy, special ones. We're the easy ones, the low maintenance, the, you know, we'll be fine type of people. So we're never given the tools or the language or the training to really come into our power as gentle souls. And when we are, it's usually because we've sought out those things and that knowledge in adulthood later on, usually, you know, like through self-help books, therapy, coaching, spirituality or religion. And usually it's because by that time, we've already had the experience of drowning in adulthood. And we recognize that something's got to give, something is going to need to change in order for me to really experience my wholeness. But, you know, it's sad that we have to wait till adulthood usually to access all of this on our own. But that's what happens. That's what happens when you're not given the tools in your younger years um, to know what to do with your sensitivity and how to use it and how much of a gift it actually is. Childhood is when it really should begin, but it doesn't. And then in our teen years in high school, forget about it. We're totally indoctrinated with this really sad narrative around what it means to be gentle or sensitive. Just look at, for example, your high school yearbook. Remember how at the end, like, you know, senior year when you're graduating, people would vote on who would win various kind of pretend awards. So things like best looking or most likely to succeed, best dressed, class clown, best athlete. You know, I think these awards reflect our values as a culture. 
We value you if you are the best, the best at all the things that um, can be judged from the outside, the things that will get you ahead in life, supposedly. You know, the and the kids who were voted to win those awards, those are the kids who, you know, were the most recognized and celebrated and glamorized. They're the ones who are remembered by their peers. And, you know, what if their yearbooks had awards, awards like biggest heart or most intuitive, most quietly confident, or most introspective and insightful? most likely to find joy in the simple things in life. It, it's it's crazy. You know, like we can't even imagine a yearbook having those awards. But maybe they should because later in life, we all come around to realize like no matter what social group you were at in high school, no matter what lunch table you were sitting at, we eventually all come around to realize that the second list of values, heart, intuition, quiet confidence, introspection, insight, and finding joy. You know, those are the values that play a much bigger role in our well-being than the first list. But as a society, we're just way off target. And so in the meantime, all the soft, sensitive kids are often overlooked underestimated or misunderstood. And, you know, sometimes we're considered the easy one, especially in childhood, right? It's like the easy child or sibling or student. So because we're not the squeaky wheel, a lot of times our needs and desires go unseen. Or we're kind of so mild and so sweet and so flexible that we lose touch with ourselves. We go along with the current so much that we lose access to our power, that voice inside, our inner knowing, our inner wisdom. What I hope to do with this podcast is have conversations that support people like us and help us navigate the ups and downs of just adulthood, everyday adulthood, but do it in a way that honors who we are and and how we roll as sensitive people. I want to also focus specifically on the three C's is what I'm calling it. Confidence, clarity, and cojones, which means balls in Spanish. But, you know, I guess I should be a little bit classy here. Let's go with courage instead of cojones. Let's go. Yeah, let's go with confidence, clarity, and courage. Um, I have nothing against balls, by the way, or the word. But anyway... None of those things, none of the three C's are exclusive to people who are more assertive or aggressive or louder or are alphas or are more high energy than us. And that's because it's all about being in tune with who you are, being such great friends with who you are, and having so much grace for yourself. That really is what gives us confidence, clarity, and courage. It helps us flex those muscles so that we can speak our truth. We can hold boundaries better. We can make tough decisions in life, experiment our way through life also, use our gifts, bring more ease and joy into just to the everyday, and be ourselves and rise and fall and rise again. 
I'm going to bring it back to the quote from Mama Chappelle. Sometimes you have to be a lion to be the lamb you really are. So gentle souls, let's find out together what that lion looks like for you. Let's find out how you can be the fierce advocate for your own tender heart. I'll see you back here in two Tuesdays. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. It's kind of a funny schedule posting on every other Tuesday, but again, you won't miss it if you subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Did you know that when I'm not recording this podcast, I'm a trained counselor turned professional astrologer. I help heart-centered, gentle souls like you get clarity around the hardest questions in life. Whether you want to feel more confident or clear around your career, relationships, or life purpose, learn more or book a reading at KimberlyEclipse.com or find me on Instagram. My handle is at Kimberly.Eclipse. See you there.